This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial Partners. If you'd like more information about your here during our show today, give us a call at 719-210-7428 or 2104242. Visit us online at our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Here's a question I often hear from clients. How much do I need to have saved for retirement? If the answer was simple or one size fits all, we'd have an awfully short show today, right? But the reality is that the amount of money you need save for retirement comes down to your individual circumstances and goals. So during our show today, we're going to discuss several sources with information about how much you want to have saved for retirement and when you may want to have it. But first, let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore, who I see is drinking his first pumpkin spice latte of the season. No, I'm not really a pumpkin spice guy, to be honest, but uh, actually uh, someone gifted me with iced pumpkin spice coffee today. So I actually have one as a prop for the show (laughs) because I thought you might ask me about that. But no, I mean, you know, it's fall. It's that time of year. I love the fall, by the way. I really, really do. And Chris, I just, this is my favorite. I like the cool, crisp weather. It's my favorite. I I don't like the long, cold winters. I don't like 95 and humid. I love the low 70s, the 60s, and even the 50s. Love them. Yes. We hit 30 today, so we're we're moving into fall. Yeah, that's that's winter. Winter starts in October for us, doesn't it? Right. Yes, it does. (laughs) That's the problem. Fall is short-lived. That's the only problem with fall. But as far as this topic today, obviously, we all want to know how much we need to retire. That's the big question most of us have. It's probably one of the biggest reasons you have a job as a financial planner is to help people figure out how much they're going to need for income in retirement, where it's going to come from, and coming up with a plan to make that happen. But this is is a really good show because you hear numbers thrown out, but uh, no Knowing how much you need to have saved for retirement, it's not an exact science. And that's why the lack of a simple, clear plan or answer or number for people, it causes anxiety for a lot of people, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does, because the amount of unknowns are, are pretty big. And that's what we do with planning is we mitigate those unknowns so that they are not knowable, but they are predictable within parameters. So we help sure. everybody get to predictable because we can't know all the factors that are going to happen in retirement, but we can predict a lot of them. Right. That's true. 
that's true. We can. So now, uh, where do you want to begin with this, Chris? I mean, obviously, this is a huge topic. There's a lot to discuss here, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So thinking about retirement is a lot like preparing for for winter here in the fall. You know, you've, you've got to figure out what you're going to need and then and then get things done before everything freezes, right? Right. So, <laughs> so the first question I thought of is, can I retire at 50 with $2 million? Because I've had that question a few times. $2 million sounds like a really good sum to retire yeah. with and, and uh, would get you a pretty good lifestyle. The first thing to do is, is figure out what your yearly expenses are. You know, who are you as a spender? Subtract all your sources of retirement income like pensions and then take that number, that number you've come up with of your expenses on a, on an annual basis and multiply that times 25. That's how much you have to have saved. Okay. So this is kind of back of the envelope calculations. If you're driving, please don't try to do this right now. And these numbers. <laughs> and, Kids do not try this at home. <laughs> but if you plan to retire at 50, you know, you, you multiply those expenses by 30 maybe, right? Because guess what? You're probably going to live to be about 80. You want to plan to live to about 80. So, so now we're moved that 25 multiplier up to 30 because we're retiring earlier. And so now do you have a spouse? Is that spouse going to still work or is they're, they're going to retire with you? Those are things that we have to think about. Some people love their jobs and they like doing them. They're not going to retire with you. What are you going to do when, when your spouse is at work? I have plenty of things to do when my spouse is at work, so I don't have to think about that. <laughs> when isn't Tara at work? That's my question. <laughs> That's right. She's working yeah. all the time. And so there's a rule called Bergen's Rule. It's also known as the 4% rule. And this okay. is kind of a good way to think about money. So if I have $2 million or more, then if I take 4%, of that is how much annual income I can get from that money. So if I have, say, $5 million times four, that would be $200,000 a year. Would that mm -hmm. be enough, right? So that's kind of the general rule. That's how much we can take out of the money that we have and not run out of money. Now, there, there's some considerations for that, right? So there's sure. there's things like high inflation that we've seen. So in 2022, we saw the highest inflation numbers we've seen in over 40 years. So that, that really makes things, people slow down a little bit. Now, some of the people that are getting retired remember the 80s when you could get 6% of interest on a savings account, and, but you had to pay 18% to buy a home loan, right? Right. So, so inflation goes up and down, right? So inflation is high right now. Do we see it going down quickly? No, but it has started to slow. So hopefully we can get down to a more manageable inflation. And so we have more predictability. But it seems like we have better monetary policies than we had back in the 80s to control inflation. And so, so that's a little bit maybe less of a risk than it was uh, back in the the 60s and 70s, right? Sure, sure. Because um, because a lot of people had problems in the 80s because of inflation when they because they were retired. So understand what retiring at 50 means for Social Security too, right? Because your oh, Social yeah. Security is not going to start till later on. Yeah, and what's the minimum age? Is like 62, right? It's you currently 62, but what if that changes? And um, if you take it at 62, it's uh, a greatly reduced amount too. Oh, it's 
very much reduced. It's, so you've got 12 years before you can even touch Social Security that you need right. income for. 12 years if you retire at 50. And, uh, and, the, so, and the other thing about that is when you look at that Social Security number, the Social Security Administration assumes that you're going to continue working till 50. And that so that number that is predicted is for you working through uh, age 66 or 67. Yeah. So so that number is going to be vastly different because you're not working and contributing to Social Security during that period. Yeah. Your highest earning years are usually your later years, right? right? Leading up to when you file for Social Security. So if you cut those out and retire early, your amount's going to be greatly reduced because of that. Plus, if you take it early at 62, it's greatly reduced. Plus, if you retire before 62, you've got those years with no Social Security. So That's it's right. just a compounding problem with Social Security if you retire early. Not to say you can't retire early. That's right. But you have to figure it into calculations. You can't, you cannot figure Social Security payments into what you're going to be getting. Right. Uh, you need that money. Uh, you need enough money to live on in addition to Social Security because right. you won't have it. And so for those with $5 million, they're, they're probably okay with that. But those with $2 million may need to look at that because, sure. uh, <clears throat> because that, that social security is a, a bigger factor for somebody with only $2 million at age 50. Um, so now the other problem is maybe your money is tied up in an IRA or 401k. And so we've got to look at the early withdrawal penalties uh, that exists for those. So you have to have money outside of qualified money to be able to retire early. So it has to be what we call non-qualified money. That means the IRS doesn't have special rules for it. They won't penalize you for using the money, those kind of things. So you, you've got to look at where your money sits and, and is there enough to carry me from age 50 to age 59 and a half when I can start using those qualified funds. Yeah. And um, here's the biggest one that I've seen for, for so many people is uh, medical insurance. So private health insurance is very expensive, especially for a, a family of four. Uh, it can run up to like $20,000 a year. So if you still have kids in the house and you're 50, uh, you know, may, maybe retirement's not in the cards quite yet. Um, now, if you're just a couple, and you can can manage um, private health insurance from age 50 to age 65 when Medicare kicks in, then then you'll be okay. But that that's going to be a big cost that that you're going to have to pay every year. It's and it's not just the insurance, right? It's also all those copays, you know, all all the yep. procedures that may fall outside of your private health insurance. Uh, the, the elective procedures, you know, maybe you got a mole on your face, you want it removed and, and they won't pay, <laughs> right? You're going to live with that mole. <laughs> right. So, so you, you've got to uh, have that plan in to, to make sure that all those things are covered. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's uh, really important. You have to, there's so much that you have to figure in. A lot of people are going to miss some things and that's where you come in yeah. as a financial professional to help people. Uh, get a plan in place and make sure they don't miss some of these things, right? Uh, in figuring out what you're going to need for retirement. We all want to know what that number is, whether we're retiring early at 50, like you've been talking about, or right. we're retiring at 67. 
right? Or anywhere in between. Uh, the calculations are going to be different for everyone. And you Everybody. go through this process every day with clients and people you talk to. Most of us are only going to have to do it once. So we're not experts in this. We're only yeah. going through it once, one time. And we need somebody with experience who knows the pitfalls. Where are where are all the potholes? And and, and, and I, I go through traps. it every week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yeah. I think right. that's good. So um, I, I think you've convinced me that we need to work with a financial professional. Yes. Um, uh, there's no way I'd want to do this all on my own. That's for oh sure. yeah. It, it's a it's a heavy lift by yourself. Um, you, you probably are going to miss something, um, in your plan if you don't work with somebody that has experience. And then you, you want to make sure that, um, you think about all your goals, you know, for, for yourself through retirement and, and through the time when you, because retirement should be a time of fun. And that's, and that's our goal is to create a fun retirement for people. Yeah. And then and then a fun retirement that then and then once you're kind of done having fun, maybe slow down and, um, you know, checking out some important part of retirement. Um, and we, we help you make sure that you transition and and take care of your family uh, when that when that happens as well. Yeah, That's so, huge. Now, well, before we go on and get into yeah. that, I want to take a quick break so we can let our listeners know how oh. they can get a hold of you, Chris. Uh, let's uh, let them know that phone number so they can get a plan in place, a retirement income plan, so they know exactly how much they're going to need and where that's going to come from. Right, Tony. So here at Nolan Financial Partners, you can reach us at 719-210-4242. Um, you can also check us out at our website nolanfinancialpartners.com but go ahead and give us a call at 719-210-4242 we've set aside complimentary consultations for anybody that mentions mentions the radio show Um, and we uh, take those appointments usually between tuesday and thursday and we work a little bit late so that if you're still working um, you can come to uh, a a meeting after five o'clock so uh, we, we we can't accommodate that. Uh, so give us a call at 719-210-4242. All right. Now let's jump back into it, Chris. You were talking yeah. about uh, just before we I made you take that little break. I interrupted you there, but you were going to talk about goals. Uh, obviously, an important part of being able to figure out how much we need would be to uh, set goals and have that plan with goals in place. You you don't know how much you're going to need without knowing what your goals are. Are you going to travel a lot? Are you going to exactly. want to buy an R, a brand new RV right out the gate uh, in retirement right. or uh, do a, a, you know, tour of Europe? I mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't know anybody with the kind of money to go to places like, you know, uh, <laughs> Germany and Iceland and just travel <laughs> Europe. Oh, wait, didn't you and Tara just... I'm just razzing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we we like <laughs> to travel, and that that is that is our deal. That's what we like. Yeah. And so usually when we talk to uh, to clients, um, if if they're whatever they want to do in retirement, whatever their goal is, we start putting numbers against what that is. Now, if it's travel, you know, okay, what kind of travel? Like you said, is it an RV or is it? Uh, uh, rental cars and, and hotel rooms, right? And it's still a cost and we still have to kind of figure out what it is and how to do that. 
um, so that all your money um, is doing its job and creating that space for you to go on those vacations and, and sure. have that fun you want to have. And so those, those are the kind of goals that we make sure that are part of your retirement plan. It's not just about eating rice and beans and, and having a paid off house. It's also about having a lot of fun, right? We all, all want to eat well, have a nice place to live, have nice vehicles to drive, go places, go visit our family, uh, go have neat experiences, whatever your goals are, uh, we can, we can help you figure out how to make sure you have enough money for those. Yeah. Now that the people that we talked about earlier that have $2 million at age 50, that is not the norm. So the norm more is people have about 400,000 in savings. So the average American between 55 and 64 currently has about $400,000 in savings. So that's a lot less than than the two million. Two million, right? Plus, so, where? Plus, my question is, where yeah. is that money at? Even if you have two million dollars saved up, yeah. and let's say you're fifty years old, if it's in retirement accounts, you can't yeah, touch can't, that money, can't touch right? It. Yeah, Until not without taking a ten percent hit. What's the age? Uh, Fifty-nine and one half. And one half <laughs> again. And one half. We're, we're five-year-olds in kindergarten. We're counting half years again. Why Why the IRS said 59 and a half? Because they said oh. 60 was too late. <laughs> and 59 was too early. 59 is too early. So yeah. Some, uh, makes, uh, here's, some... here's how much sense that rule makes. Oh, oh right. <laughs> yeah. I get, having, I get having an age limit because we are instant gratification society and that money is supposed to be for retirement. So yeah. I like the fact that you can't touch it until then. I need that. Some people need, most of us need that discipline uh, to say, Hey, that's for retirement. You, you can't use that when you're right. 40 to buy a new house or buy a new car. That is for your retirement. You've got to save for retirement. That's your safety net for retirement. That's your income. Uh, so I get having an age limit uh, now, uh, having an age limit to be able to participate or take the money back out. Right. But uh, it's the half year that, uh, you know, that's that's child's play. That's uh, what are they, children? Are, are there are there like elementary and students running the IRS? It's like we count half years. It's my half birthday. It's my no, half birthday. we don't have half birthdays. That's only little kids do that. You only get half a cupcake, kid. Yeah, really. Um, 59 and a half. Uh, yep. Yeah, it complicates the math. I think that's why they did it. Well, and then and then they have the new rules for required minimum distributions on those funds now too. Sure. And so it's somewhere between seventy-two and seventy-five, depending on how old you are right now. It was seventy and a half, right? Right. And it then, was seventy and a half. So <laughs> so they're moving that. Needle. At least they got rid of a half year there. Now it's seventy-two or seventy-three. Yes. Although some people it was seventy and a half. Right. <sighs> and it changes. I mean, these IRS rules change. Just you're yeah. illustrating a never, another reason why if you need to know how much you're going to need in retirement, you need to know all these rules and you're not going to. Uh, right. And so so in a way, you're here so I don't have to know. You know, <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. And that's 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 what I spend my summer doing is making sure everybody's got 
their RMDs taken care of right. <laughs> for for the year. And then I do a double check review in October and make sure that everybody's got it done. So I guess we can end the talk about retiring at 50 or retiring early by, yeah. say, by saying you might need more than you think because you might not have access to some of your money like Social Security or like right. your retirement accounts unless you're willing to take a huge hit. So uh, I think that's that's a good point there. Yep. Um, a lot of people think, hey, I've got two million bucks I can retire. But if you're not 59 and a half or 62 you're going to have a lot of it. You're going to need a lot more is what you, that's the bottom line yeah, on what we've been talking about. You're going to have nine and a half years. You got to pay for it outside of those funds. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're living longer too. I mean, you, I think you mentioned like planning yeah. until you're 80, you know, from 50 to 80, that's 30 years. But a lot of people are living longer. I mean, uh, not so much men and we are living longer than we used to, but uh, I know a lot of people are making it in my family, on my dad's side anyway, making it to 100. So, yeah, yes. A lot of yeah. people are living longer. I mean, my dad's 80 and still going strong, and his dad lived to 101. Right. And he was going strong all the way up. So, um, and then cares better where you've yeah. better. So you got a plan for longer. I mean, the time horizon for people, you, you look, is that something you look at when somebody comes to you and says, how much do I need to retire? You've got to look at the time horizon, right? We, we do. And we usually, uh, have a big discussion about that, um, about their time horizon. If their parents are still alive, then, then it's like, okay, how old are your parents? Okay, how old were your grandparents? Mm -hmm. So, um, so if your parents are still alive past your grandparents' age, um, then we just add ten years to to their lives, and yeah, and and we usually come up with something that's uh, a lot longer than people were thinking right. when they were thinking about retirement. Um, because I would imagine most of those plans fall between eighty and a hundred, right? You that, go that's true. We we don't plan for anybody living past 100 right so um that's just by then health wise it's not realistic i mean by the time you're over 95 typically you're going to um you're just going to need care and there are safety nets that can cover that you don't necessarily need your full income when you're right. 95 that's we, not we put some safety nets in place in case that happens um but uh, for the fun time, for the active time, for the travel time, um, we usually plan into the early 90s. Sure. Because because we have people that, that are in their late 80s and still doing stuff. Yeah. 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 My mother-in-law is 87 now, I think, and she's yeah. still going strong. She's going to go to Disney World with some of her grandkids and kids. And wow, this uh, next year, early next year, I guess. So uh, and my dad's 80, still living on the farm by himself. Um, wow. That's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happens and then you have to have that money. And so, uh, it is interesting, uh, what you have to do to plan. Yeah. You, you have to have a plan that can be flexible enough to take care of the things that maybe weren't in the plan. Um, but also that takes care of all your fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that we're, you can go have your fun and not worry about 
those things that might come up because what happens if it rains too much one year and now your wooden windows expanded and then contracted now they don't keep out the wind and you got to get new windows uh you know whatever it might be uh houses have things that need to be fixed and those are expensive yeah uh maybe you know your car goes kaput out of cycle and so you've got to come up with extra money that you weren't expecting. Um, things happen in retirement. Dental. Living expenses. Yep. Dental and health. Is, dental and health uh, can can be quite costly. Now, health, health has really good insurance uh, there, but dental does not. So, Dental if, vision and hearing, the, it's hard to get good insurance to cover those things. Medicare does not cover any of those. They don't cover any of those things. And so you've got to have some... You have some insurance for those, but they won't cover catastrophic, right? Mm. You know, if all your teeth fall out, they won't, uh, there's not, I don't know of a dental insurance that'll cover that. Um, if you need yeah. some kind of or, uh, eye surgery, you know, then, then you might have an argument, but you're not going to get uh, eyeglasses covered. Right. 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 Yeah. You'd need really specialty insurance. A lot of people don't uh, carry that. Uh, but that's something that you and Tara help your clients do is figure out what insurance they need. Uh, you want to minimize your health costs and maximize your coverage. Right. And I know that's something I know hearing aids. Uh, my mother-in-law just got hearing aids and they were outrageously expensive for the good. Ones. Oh, and, did, and the uh, Medicare wouldn't pay for hearing aids. Nope. That seems like an essential life need, doesn't it? Uh, especially as we get <laughs> as we get older, the three areas you really need uh, more of is vision, dental, and hearing. Again, you have to have an advisor who's going to help you find those plans. This has been a great show. We're out of time, unfortunately. Is there anything else you want to add for the listeners before we go? Maybe remind them of that special offer for our radio and video viewers. Yeah. So our special offer today is if you call in at 719-210-4242, mention that you listen to the radio show. Uh, we have complimentary consultations. So there's there's no cost for coming in and talking with us uh, for that, that first meeting. And then we'll, we'll help decide whether or not we can help you or not at that meeting and um, and just give it a look. Right. Um, right. It's it's making sure that we're a good fit. And if, if you like some of the things that you heard on our show today, give us a call at 719-210-4242 and set up that meeting. So we're Nolan Financial Partners. Our website is nolanfinancialpartners.com. And so check out our website. You can contact us through the website, but the best way to call it is to call us at 719-210-4242. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Chris. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Chris McKinney. Join us again next time for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at Tara E. Nolan. 
Com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.